0: There are days I just want to quit being a worship leader. Welcome to the Worship Leader Hangout Podcast. It's good to be back with you. I got Dave in here with me, of course, of course wouldn't have anybody else well we probably would one day <laughs> but it's just it's and good to be back them. with you man yeah well yeah that's true it's good to be back with you doing another podcast and yes uh just like the top of the video said or the top of the podcast said we sometimes feel like we get to a point where we're either stressed out or burnout and we just want to quit being a worship leader because it just seems like that hobby lobby job i had back when my wife was going to grad school is just the best deal Uh, We know it's probably not, but man, sometimes it's tempting. I'm just go back and start doing framing again. I I often forget (laughs)
1: that you worked at Hobby Lobby. That's yeah, I did.
0: I did work at Hobby Lobby for well, a total probably two and a half years. So some in Florida, some in South Carolina.
1: Yeah, and I worked uh, front desk at a hotel three times. Yes, yes, you did while being a a music assistant. Associate at a church, and then uh, after yeah, that, I got a full time right. job, and haven't been blessed not to be able to do it ever since. But you're right; sometimes we we want to quit. Um, Why is that? Well, I mean, how initial, do you
0: how do you get to that point? I guess is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I think the initial answer is often burnout. The way I've been thinking about it is, you know, we our minds, our bodies function as machines. And mm-hmm. if those machines aren't being taken care of well, then the machine starts to slow down and function and until it reaches the point of exhaustion. And so, yeah. and then the machine no longer is working. And so I think that could happen to us, that could happen to anybody in any job, right? But there's a spiritual component to our job, and there's spiritual components to other jobs as well, but the spiritual component for us is, like, you could feel burned out spiritually, right? You're always um, sharing what you believe God is laying on your heart with other people, and you're doing your best to refresh others, to encourage them, and if you aren't being maintained, uh, you certainly can reach a place of slowing down, getting to a point of exhaustion, and then all of a sudden you've burned out. and so um, yeah, that's that's certainly what I think is going on uh, with me uh, mm-hmm. and so, and I want to be careful because it's not like I want to quit my job like I think I have. Right the greatest job i've ever had like i've told people this is one of the best places i've ever worked at actually probably the best place i've ever worked at so it's not them or the culture but it is me trying to find like okay i need to be rejuvenated and and how do i find Mm -hmm. that um so what about you i mean you're you're well we haven't talked about you being in a season of exhaustion but maybe you mm -hmm. are
0: uh i'd I'd definitely say not right now um Mm -hmm. i felt that way a little bit over the summer uh you know we took some time off from posting every single week or at least trying to post every single week on the channel uh not because we were burnt out of youtube or anything man i i wanted to i wanted to to continue to make videos and stuff like that but we just got so busy with just like not Necessarily spiritual church things, but just church things in general, just mm-hmm. things, things we had to get done and do, and and so yeah, just thinking about trying to do both at the same time was was very taxing. And there were times where I'm like, man, I just all I want to do is make videos and not have to do some of this other stuff. So I did get, I did kind of get to a point where I felt a little bit exhausted, a little bit burnout of the the regular thing. I mean, I. It's funny because yesterday even, I didn't do this because I want to quit my job or I don't want to be a worship leader anymore. Um, That would kind of render the channel a little bit improperly named. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I I did like throw my head in my hands and just said, Sunday is every week. Yeah. (laughs) Every week. Do we realize this? And I kind of did it dramatically in front of uh, one of my interns, just to kind of spark a response, like, "Oh yeah, it is every week," <laughs> you know. Just, just yeah. to kind of get see how they responded to that, to to see like, okay, do they go, "Oh my gosh, yeah, you're right," or do they go, "It sure is. Let's get to work." Mm-hmm. And you know, so it was more. What is that? Is that tongue in cheek? Is that how you say that, or it was more sarcastic in a way? But then again, it's so true. It's like yeah it might be Friday right now as we're recording this, but Sunday is coming mm mm-hmm. Sunday's always gonna come, yeah, no matter what whether we're ready or not it's it's gonna be here, and if you know no more than seven days yeah so uh so yeah, I mean, in a way, it's like, yeah, I kind of get burned out, so to speak, doing the same thing over and over, and that's why we try to keep it a little interesting and You know, not do the same things over and over. Um, But then again, what what does God want? Mm -hmm. What does He want in that worship set? What does He want in the service altogether? You know, and and should I feel bad sometimes about feeling like I just don't want to do worship Him the same way we worship Him every week, or or sometimes I just don't even want to show up. Uh, should I feel bad about that or should I be like, no, uh, God is so worthy. He's so much greater than anything. I should want to praise him yeah. and worship him no matter what, and no matter how bad I feel.
1: Not not to harp on the point anymore, but there's an element to this that this is our job, not just like something we enjoy many days, right? But it's a job. And you know when you, let's say you're doing something and it's a hobby and you enjoy it, you're gonna pick it up when you feel like it, right? Like you're going to, let's say you're a a, a musician, right? But you're not a musician for a living. So you're a musician for your own enjoyment and you're gonna practice in moments when you feel inspired and it's always gonna feel enjoyable. But when it has to be a discipline, then it, it moves out of that place and, and for us, it's mm-hmm. often a discipline, right? Like, you, no one ever really wants to talk about the pastor that does not want to show up on Sunday morning to, <laughs> to, to preach. You don't even think yeah. about that. Wait, my pastor did not want to show up today to preach? Like, you never really think about that. Or the worship leader that's like, I got to sing Glor- Glorious Day one more time. Like, you never think about it. But for oh, us... I forgot about that song. Yeah, it's, it's oh, a yeah. job. Well, I'm thinking about that song because <laughs> I, I like the song and I want to rearrange it which I think the church really needs some new rearrangements, uh, some of the good songs like Glorious Day, you know? Um, yeah. So that's another discussion. Maybe we should
0: do a podcast about yeah. <laughs> being tired of CCM.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I've written out an entire I'm just podcast. Kidding, I really, haven't told you that, yeah. but, yeah, I've written out an entire podcast on it. Good. Why then I'll I, let
0: you lead that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: But anyway, so we never discuss, you know, like the possibility or somebody coming into this news and everything about the possibility of – I'm going, there's going to come a point in time where it's like, it's not enjoyable, like, or I don't feel like doing it. Right. Let me not say mm-hmm. it's not enjoyable, but more so like, I don't feel like doing it. And, and right, so the right. question is, what do you do in those seasons? Um, mm, we're already there. Nine minutes later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you, so, if you're asking me, what do I do in those seasons? Because I de- I definitely feel that way sometimes. I wake up on Sunday morning, and I'm just like, wow, I really could, like, just stay home <laughs> and and not show up, right? I I feel like I could not like, because sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, yes, I got to get to church. I got to be the first one there. I got to be, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just excited to play, excited
1: to sing worship. And I don't uh, don't mean to interrupt blah, you, blah, blah. I'm so sorry, but yeah. you reminded me of when I was a kid, and I used mm-hmm. to play drums on Sunday morning, and no one could beat me waking up in the house. Like, I yeah. was so excited, like I couldn't wait to get there, right? And then, even as a keyboard player, like growing up, like before this became as much of a job, even though I got first hired at 14, I, c- I was so excited, and I certainly yeah. missed some of that.
0: Yeah, it's hard to burn out as you don't even know the word burnout. Like, that's not even a a thing. It's like, what? Yeah. You don't want to play every week? Yeah, exactly. I want to play every week, man. (laughs) It was, that was me, saxophone. So you started with drums and then moved the keyboard. I was saxophone and then moved the bass and guitar. Oh, wow. All that mess. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I still feel that way. Actually, a lot of the time. Like, I can't, I don't want to say we're, we're, we're burnt out. All right, that's the end of the podcast. We just, life sucks. No, 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 no. I, I think one thing that we discussed just in talking about this podcast and what we want to talk about is you have to think about this. There's, there's two ways to think about this. There's spiritually and there's systematically. And, and those can can work together. Those can work hand in hand and it uh, looks like you're taking notes. Yeah, you better take notes. This is about to get I am, about to get yeah. good. And, uh, uh, w- what I've learned over time is it's a there's a spiritual component to this that's that far exceeds everything else. It's your your devotion to to Christ, what he has called you to do, whatever that may be, whatever season you're in right now. He's called you to be there and he's given you a, a job. He's given you a mission. And I mean, obviously he's given us all a mission to go and make disciples and you know, you know, build his kingdom. But and and, and that's a part of that. But specifically where you are right now, whatever that may be, choir director, worship leader, music pastor, music uh, coordinator, I don't know, whatever your titles may be, he's given you that specific task to do something in that season. And I believe that you should go at it 100 percent, wholeheartedly, on fire to build His kingdom and to build that ministry, whatever it is. And you'll do whatever it takes. And when you have that mindset, when you know you're in the right place, you 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 get this feeling of burnout far far less in my in my view and what I've seen. Um, also, especially if you're you're in a, you're in a good economic state as far as like where you're, what state you're in, what country you're in. Uh, we talking about being burnout, uh, playing music is kind of silly to some that are in countries and other places that are much worse off. And it's like, what you're complaining that you make this much money a year to be able to play music with a bunch of people on stage every week and prepare for that throughout the week. Um, yeah, when you put it that way, uh, I guess I'm not. <laughs> but then again, you know, these are real feelings and real things, so that's why we talk about them. Um, so, yeah, spiritually, just just you got to be in prayer and in God's Word every single day. And if not every day, then, you know, you better, better make up for the time you miss today because, you know, you have to be in His Word. And systematically... You have to put together a list. This is, this is what I've been taught and what I've been told is what are some things that you can offload from your normal day-to-day that you don't have to do, things that don't necessarily require your touch that somebody else can do. So the big word in that is delegation. And I like to, to look at it like this. So there's a list of my tasks, things that have to get done before Sunday. Some things that if this didn't get done, Sunday couldn't happen at its normal state. If you said, well, if I wasn't there this Sunday and this one didn't get done, well, and it didn't matter whether I was there or not, just take it off your list because it doesn't matter anyway. Um, But the things that have to get done before Sunday, write those down, make the top three or four like the most important things, the ones that only you feel like you can do right? Everything else, draw a line right underneath that third one or fourth one. Everything else from four to 10 or whatever, however many things you have, delegate those. Now, this is much easier said than done, and, and I get that, but when you start with number four, what, what could number four be? Well, as a worship leader, do I have to do pro presenter every single week? not at all. I don't have to make sure it looks exactly the way I want. I can delegate that task, teach somebody exactly what I want, and it get done at some point during the week, hopefully before rehearsal. And I don't have to do that anymore. That's no longer a burden. But you know, one thing I do have to do, I do have to, if I'm playing an instrument, I have to practice. Nobody can practice for me. I have to practice vocals. Nobody can practice my vocals for me. Uh, there may be other tasks that you're like, no, I have. This is something I have to do. It's don't. I'm the only one that can do it. But those other things, you've got to learn how to release those things, and it's a very difficult thing to do. Uh, let me just go one more minute on that, David. It's a very difficult thing to do when you're just getting started. Right, it's just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? How do I? I don't even know who to delegate it to. You know, Sally comes in and runs it, but she she's not available during the week. Have you asked? She might be. (laughs) Um, You know, there's this kid. He's he's 15. He'll he'll mess everything up. Well, no, probably not. He's a gamer. You didn't know that because you didn't have lunch with him. He's a he's a gamer and he works on computers and builds his own computers. He even hacked the White House earlier. And no, you know you, you got to get to know your people is what I'm saying. I, these are all hypothetical and goofy situations, but what I'm saying is get to know some people around you that could possibly do some of these tasks, especially like a presenter thing, because it's like well, all I got to do is show them kind of the way I want it, and they're going to probably I'm going to release them to do that and then bring in you know, some other creativity in that. And it may even be better than what I would have done. And those, those relationships will continue to grow. I got guys that work with me that have been working with me for four and five years. And I'm just now releasing some of these tasks, like officially, this is yours. And when you can, when you can say, this is your task, this is your thing, when you fully delegate, that means you allow them to make every single decision and they're not having to come back to you for every decision for your approval. Once you're able to do that, that means it's fully delegated and it's off your plate for the week. Of course, you're still ultimately responsible and you can kind of check it at the end. That looks great. Tweak this, change this. Over Overall, it looks amazing. There are mm-hmm. weeks I don't even look at Purpose until people see it on Sunday because I've built a trust with our people. I've gone too long on that, but... David, what are some examples of this that you've had to that you've had to give us some examples of this? Well, where where you've had to delegate, or at least,
1: I'm I'm so more so thinking about the the points you made. Uh, you talked about knowing you're in God's call, and I think that's absolute, oh yeah, let's go back to that. Yeah, I think that's yeah. absolutely essential because that when you remember that or you see that, or you sense that in your heart, that honestly begins to remove many of the frustrations you're feeling, right? Like, you know something? God has called me to this point, right? And like, you're reminded, oh, you know something? God is with me. Oh, wow, I I really shouldn't be as worried or stressed out. Like, that is an automatic tension reliever in that moment. And then just maintaining that perspective, like, The fact that we get to do this for a living and take care of our families, (laughs) like, that is a blessing. It is important to also understand, like, it does, when you get to do this for a living, it never looks like what you thought it was going to look like in college. Never. For example, I thought I would have been this, like, amazing piano player that everybody would just (laughs) be calling. 24 yeah. seven to come and play for them well guess what i don't play keys at all now like not ever from my church like th- well that's probably not true but i'm not like a keys player from my church you know what i mean like I know, we've talked about this I'm, I'm that's I'm res- all i do now <laughs> yeah that's funny right <laughs> like switched yeah. i i just delegate task i'm more of a, mm-hmm. a manager than anything else so th- there is there is There is some difference, and I think that's where some of the challenge can come in is you find yourself drifting away from many of the things you first loved to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, playing the piano is something I enjoy, and I, I deeply miss it, right? But, like, I'm more so committed to the call of God and the gospel and the church, and that means, like, I don't get to play keys right now. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so that's just the reality. Um and that could also that extends itself into more into other things like creative aspects, like I miss being creative and creating these arrangements for songs. Clearly you guys see like the evidence of that on the channel, but I don't get to do that because of the time constraints and the other requirements for my job, right? So it's like mm-hmm. drifting away from so many of the things I first loved and like having to accept you know something this is what God has called me to do right now but it's in those seasons of difficulty that we all know this right there's great growth and so we just have to remember that so I think that's encouraging and then you you mentioned financial you didn't you looked at the economic you said economics but that could be why a lot of people are burned out, right? Like, and I, that's not why I'm burned out. I'm blessed because of the channel and, you know, play creatively and all that other stuff. And and my church job, right? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm in a season where, yeah, we're not like, like financially, we're we're solid, we're okay, and um, that's not where we are. But that's a that's a, a reason for a lot of people, like, why they are, uh, burned out. It's because, quite frankly, churches aren't paying them enough like they they pay them enough to get, you know, food stamps unfortunately. And so that that certainly is a conversation. Um and then the lack of delegation. And while I do delegate, I realize there's something about like, oh man, I want to do this. Like I want to make sure it's just right and you have to yeah. navigate saying, you know something, this person could do it at 75% and it looks great and just yeah. saying, "Hey, that that was good enough. And um so I, I'm I'm highlighting these these things really for myself. But I think one last thing that or something I've been doing recently is removing clutter from my life. Right? Okay. And that has been so helpful in helping me like spiritually. So what I mean by removing clutter is saying okay i'm i'm wasting so much time on like let's say facebook or instagram oh, yeah. or watching youtube videos and you don't really think about it and i'm a pretty disciplined person believe me right but you don't real when you look at and 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 your phone says you spent six hours on facebook this week you're like how in the world and i and for me, I control my Facebook usage, right? Like I, I don't look at Facebook certain times of the day, and all this other things. And still, right, it yeah. says that was six hours. That was six hours I could have had for doing something that like was rejuvenating for me. Yeah. And it, it so removing clutter, and so right, right. like something we're instituting in our in our house and i talked to brooke this week i'm reading the book from john mark comer called the ruthless elimination of hurry anyway it talks about the reinstitution of the sabbath is, is one of those things and i'm saying like on saturdays that my phone is going in a drawer and i'm not looking at it for like six to eight hours like not looking at my phone i'm not turning on a computer or anything and i'm just going to like rejuvenate myself like in god's word not feeling yeah. rushed i'm taking off my watch like i want no awareness of like time and and that's because like i just i just want to have a freedom away from some things you know yeah and so these are things that i'm instituting to try to like rejuvenate myself and i think just like how we can lose ourselves in falling away from the things we first loved I think that could happen spiritually and it's not that like I lack in my spiritual disciplines, but there were some things I think early on in my life that I just enjoyed spiritually that I don't get to, to do as much anymore. Right? Like my Bible reading was probably an hour and it didn't feel rushed. Now it's kind of like, all right, I have a specific amount of time that I got to do because I got to get to the next thing. And so, um, yeah, anyway, that's kind of where I'm at and my thoughts on this.
0: Yeah, that's good, man. I mean, honestly, I think everything that you said and maybe some of the stuff I said are are good remedies to, to this burnout thing. And I think uh, another—maybe maybe the last thing I'll add to that is if you do feel burnout, it's okay to talk about it, um, maybe not on Facebook because you don't want your pastor thinking that you're— Ready to quit your job because he's gonna start finding somebody else. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but definitely having a friend, somebody that you can trust, and just come alongside and, and and vent some of these frustrations. Obviously, pray, but you know, having somebody to to talk to that's wise, that's smart, that's been through some of the th- same things you've been through. Not somebody that's gonna be like, yeah, man, that, oh yeah, that job sucks. You need to yeah, and not somebody like that, but somebody that's gonna encourage you especially a mentor, you know, things like that. It's good to talk those things out uh, just because sometimes you just got to get it off your chest. It's like, man, I just, I don't know. You
1: know, that's, I think that's been something that's been helpful for me and you, like, calling each other during seasons of difficulty, Mm -hmm. you know, and saying, bro, I am so livid right now. Like, because the reality is you need that and – not in a mode to gossip or, or speak bad of anybody, but yeah, you know, we're like tea kettles, as one of my professors in college described it. and you have to let that steam out, or you will explode. You know yeah. and, and so you, you don't want that, right? You don't want lashing out in anger, or uh, what could happen is leaving a job prematurely. And so what you have to Mm -hmm. do is you have to like lay it out on the table and you have to say, this is how I'm feeling. And you have to recognize like, you know something, there are parts about this that I can't change. There's not a thing I could do about it. And God, but you also remember God is fully aware of where you are and, and that. Is an encouragement within itself. So, I want to say thanks for being that for me. Like, oh man, thank you. Yeah, especially you,
0: you've been that for me too. You know, big time.
1: Yeah, and you know how I feel about language, and you've had to hear some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well. Weird. I shouldn't. Yeah, you probably need to take that out the podcast. I don't need people knowing I'm a. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, they don't know what kind of language you're talking about.
1: Yeah, that's true. They don't know what type of language I'm you talking just about. You speak Bohemian. Yeah, that's right. That is true. That is that's true. That's right. Yeah, man, what you got going on this weekend? Well, um, man, some really cool things. Uh, tomorrow, we're having a youth event for, like, girls in the morning and then guys in the evening or the afternoon. And so so that's, uh, I'm, I'm handling... The one specifically in the afternoon, but I'm probably helping out in the one in the morning too, I'm not sure. And then Sunday, uh, we got services, trying out a new intern to lead worship in the junior high oh, space. And right. so um, yeah. So by the time this comes out, I think it's probably okay to say for for me to say that, but um, I don't think people will know she's auditioning at the time. And then I'm hoping to
0: do this Tuesday. Oh really? Yeah, it's going to be out Tuesday.
1: That's that's cool, man. And then uh, we shoot King for King and country, country. And I'm not joking when I say this. Like for King and Country no, is is doing yeah. a cameo for our student choir for the for Christmas a, a bumper video we have to shoot for Christmas. So they're shooting that tomorrow. That's pretty cool. And then we're shooting the bumper for that for the rest of that in the afternoon. So I'm preparing the kids, getting all the instruments ready. So, and then I got choir, uh, I'm responsible for our student choir, and so, and I love it that's that's like literally my yeah. favorite part of my job, and so I'm excited, and that kicks off f- sunday evening and so so yeah, that's kinda I kind of got a insane weekend, really,
0: yeah, man, sounds like it, yeah yeah what, what about you yeah well, our weekend uh pretty pretty uh I guess slow weekend for me as far as like family and stuff. We do have, uh, obviously, our service on Sunday morning. Had a great rehearsal for that last night. And we got a lot of stuff coming up. We got youth takeover, kids takeover. Um, uh, My wife's having a baby. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually, um, the week before that, I'm leading worship at uh, a church that she grew up at, just Mm -hmm. uh, me and a guy on Cajon. I'll probably be on keys and oh, so I'm wow. excited about that kind of just lay it back a little bit give my interns a chance to lead here uh, leading at a youth workers weekend is what it's called it's like a youth leadership conference mm mm-hmm. um, our, our team is our whole team so that'll be that'll be pretty interesting so stuff like that that's cool um, yeah and uh, for the channel though I got a video coming out uh, not this Tuesday but next cuz I want this podcast out Tuesday um, is uh, about rehearsal and what I feel is the best rehearsal format, like ever. We'll see. I'll probably change it. Um, yeah. Uh, next year and then have to do a new video. But this is. Uh, it's anyway it's supposed to be a good video and uh, we got some other stuff, you know, planned on paper anyway. Right now, as far as uh, videos that I got coming up, but yeah, no, that's did cool. you have you written
1: anything for your next uh, set yeah. of videos? Yeah, so I got a couple things. So. I'm working on an arrangement of it as well. And you could actually check out part of it on my shorts. And then, um, and I, I mean, I'm really excited because I, I always like being creative. So I finished part of it, trying to finish the rest. I think I might have finished. Anyway, I got to look at my notes. So, so what I do is I take that and then I make a bunch of lessons off of that. So that's okay, so yeah. like that's why sometimes people will see like, well why is he using the same song? It's because like I've worked on something and then I'm taking some ideas from that. So that's one thing. Um I recently man, I made a worship course in March. Just got edited. Okay. So okay. fin- finally finished. So it's going up on the website probably next week because I don't have the bandwidth this weekend. And then yeah. I'm working on... I've made a series of gospel passing chords videos um, like between Worship Leader Hangout and the other channel. So anyway, I, I I made that with the idea of putting them all together into a course. And so I'm putting that out. And then what's coming out new for Worship Leader Hangout is... I realize a lot of musicians are struggling with rhythm, like piano players and rhythm. You guys are atrocious. I'm sorry. Especially when you come from a classical background and it's the truth, like y'all got issues. So I'm working on, that is like my next big thing is, ideas around rhythm. Cause if you can figure out rhythm, oh my gosh, you can make a basic C major chord sound amazing, but if you have that's no cool. rhythm, there's nothing you can do. You're like you're you're gonna always yeah. feel like you need to do more with your hands, right? So yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's well, it. I
0: uh, last thing that um that I got working on, I didn't say this, but since you were a little more descriptive, I am so after the I'm hopefully gonna be putting this out after the the best rehearsal format is how I, I, me, how I learned to play piano in all 12 keys. Hmm. Um, So I am reaching back to some of the stuff that you showed me a while back, uh, reaching back a little bit to college and some stuff I learned there. So it's definitely not going to be how everybody should learn to play in all 12 keys, but it's how I learned how to play in all 12 keys. So I think that'll, I think that'll, uh, I hope it'll be good. I hope it'll be, I hope somebody can, glean from that or learn from that so yeah, uh, yeah. regardless I'm gonna still do it so <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, cool, I'm excited man. about that that's cool because all keys matter we know
1: that yeah we yeah be able to play and all did of that it. shirt come out
0: it is well yes I was gonna we're gonna me and you are gonna release it at that at the same time I really want to because we were trying to do it for the podcast but yes we're gonna release it at the same time okay sounds good that video you're gonna maybe you can talk about it in your video around that same time and then so i'll I'll let you know yeah yeah. but it's out if you want to check it out it is out it's on our
1: website cool so well hey man it's been good chatting with you yes sir Um, i gotta get ready for this insane weekend yeah i'm sure you got
0: well my intern showed up three hours early so i'm probably gonna go talk to him and get him started on. Well, he's probably already started on lights, but still. Yeah. Yeah, we have a guitar lesson.
1: So.
0: Oh wow. That's yeah, cool. man.
1: That's cool. That's something else I miss, yes, too, sir. man. Like working directly with people, like just simple lessons, you know. That's why I still enjoy the channel, yeah. like cuz I get to meet so many people, you know, through the through through the different avenues, you know. So Yeah, of course. Awesome.
0: Well. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, I will talk to you later. And thank you guys so much for watching this or listening to this podcast. Uh, We want you to subscribe and get connected with Worship Leader Hangout and what all we do here. Again, thank you so much for watching and listening. We love you. And remember, great worship leaders are always learning. We'll see you next time.